You're listening to the Choose to Be podcast with host Alana Gordon and Amy Wolsey. As you join us each week, we will provide you with tools, resources, and knowledge to help you navigate your healing journey. Choose recovery, choose healing, choose you. Welcome to the Choose to Be podcast. Thank you for joining us today and our conversation. Alana and I realized that this episode we're recording today is going to air on Valentine's Day. And so we had a topic ready to go. And then you and I are doing a quick switcheroo <laughs> because this is going to air on a day that can be very triggering for a lot of you. Both the betrayed and the betrayer, it can bring up a lot of emotions, a lot of past trauma, a lot of expectations, a lot of past expectations. What are we doing now? And so we just thought, just talk about that and hold space. And Alana, let's just start with holding space for those triggers and the pain and the hard that this world's holiday, sometimes I have a problem with that, this world's holiday that says that we're supposed to love and celebrate love and celebrate romance and have romance and be romanced can be really painful. Oh yeah. Any, any holiday, any anniversary, anything that comes with a certain level of expectations of looking a certain way and feeling a certain way can be hard anyway. Mother's Day, Christmas, like I have lots of clients who are not going through betrayal trauma and it's hard for them. You throw in the betrayal trauma and for some of the women I've worked with, like they don't even want to get out of bed today. They don't want to get on social media. They do not want to go on, get out of bed. They don't want it shoved in their face of everybody else's love and this clear reminder of where their relationship isn't that they want it to be. So there's, there's so many levels of triggers and pain and really grieving yeah. around today of many other holidays. Yeah. And, I, and it's that word expectation, grieving around this expectation, this idea, this dream, whatever it is that we thought would be warrants grief because it's a loss. That expectation isn't realized. And so it's a loss. And something that came up for me, especially like thinking about our listeners, a lot of you are couples because I do have a little bit different message for my divorce clients and my divorce ladies. But as I'm thinking about all of you listening who are trying to navigate stay and in the middle of navigating your relationship and your healing and coming back into the coupleship, the thought occurred to me too, and it goes along with your and Luke's episode a couple weeks ago, Alana, where you guys were talking about how the relationship needs to die. And that came to my mind too, of how these old traditions, these old expectations, these ways of doing things in the past, like you might be saying, like, oh, we used to do this on Valentine's Day, or we used to do this together. And like you said, it's this, that feels dangerous now, that feels pointless or fake or whatever it is your brain's offering you. And so I just thought this is another opportunity to create something new. And maybe depending on where you're at, maybe that new is we don't do anything together on this day and that's okay. Maybe it's I'm going to practice loving myself on this day that the world says we need to love. <laughs> so how can I love myself? And what does that look like? And what can I do for me? 
But if you are in a space where you're trying to figure out the relational piece and you're awkwardly coming together and figuring that new out, that new relationship, then I just want to throw it out there and offer you the idea of creating something new on this day too. Doing something maybe that you haven't done before that is more meaningful, that's more real, more authentic, rather than along with those expectations. Okay. I love, I love that you just use the words real and authentic. Those for me, ever since I really started working recovery, I have just dove into that. And I can look back and actually like people in my life, if you're real and you're authentic, even if it's different or quirky or weird or fill in the blank, if you are real and authentic, I am just like drawn to those people. With our first Valentine's Day after everything came out. Everything came out in June. So it was, we were a good ways into really trying to do our work. But I kept trying to rack my brain if I could remember what the card said. But we decided to still get each other cards. But my card as part of the swearing, I mean, as part of the swearing, as part of the card had swearing in it that was kind of like, I don't remember F this day or something about a shitty day or I don't remember what it was. But I remember being like, yes, that's what I meant. And so it was basically like in the card is, I want to work on this. I do love you. And this is really shitty. And that was like the Valentine's Day card. And then I think the year after, I was in a place of like, I don't want to do Valentine's Day. I need to skip it. And it's looked different each year, but I just... I love that being authentic to where you are today and what you need. But to do that has to be a certain level of ownership of knowing where you are and knowing what you need. Because my default, even still now, is like, okay, Luke needs to just figure it out. He needs to know what I need and he needs to show up and he needs to do it right. So if I'm if I'm struggling this year, he needs to just know that and he needs to either have the perfect, amazing gift Or he needs to not show up at all and pretend like the day doesn't exist. And he needs to just know that. Poor guy. Seriously, poor guy. Because the truth is that some years I'm like, don't do anything. And so to honor that, he hasn't done anything. And then I'm really sad at the end of the night because I didn't actually do my work to figure out where I'm at. So I think that there needs to be a certain level of responsibility on my part of figuring this piece out. Totally. That's such a beautiful, vulnerable example. I love that you shared that. And it's so spot on. It is so spot on. And so maybe just starting with that, like if you're in this space of, oh my gosh, it's coming up, what do we do? That's a great place to start is what do you really need? Where are you really at? And of course, right? Like drop into that self-love. What does that look like? And if I'm if I'm being real and honest, I think a lot of times that work right there brings a lot of self-awareness to, oh, I am not really loving myself as much as I thought I was. I really don't like who I am and love me as much as I thought I was. And that's that can be uncomfortable to to be aware of and to even admit and acknowledge. So that's somewhere where you can start. You were, before we hit record, you were bringing up the the song, the new song, by Cyrus, Flowers. My, my daughter sent it to me. She's like, mom, have you heard this song? So it's blowing up everywhere. 
I I think it's the anthem for like I'm even seeing TikToks with men who are rocking out to it. I think it is the anthem for people who really do like want to embrace that they can do those things for themselves. But I have okay, this is what I was telling Amy before we hit record. So we did the episode a few weeks ago on being independent and the beauty in that. And then along with that, there is this piece of, what am I trying to say, Amy? There, along with that is there's this piece of if we become too independent, too, I can buy myself flowers, I can take care of myself, screw you all, which is wonderful up until a point, but we're still made to be social creatures. We're still made to connect. We're still made to have intimate, close relationships. So as a song, since we recorded that episode, the song has like just blown up and I'm playing at the top, like the loudest volume, rocking out. I'm using my punching back to the song. Like, I love it. It's a great, it's a great song. And I've thought so many times about just this piece where I, with Valentine's Day, especially like how many of you are using that as your theme song today? I would imagine a lot. I would imagine a lot too. And I love it. I've seen even like divorce women, right? Like buying myself flowers and having them deliver and opening the door. And going, oh, how amazing. And they're the ones that ordered them. I love it. I think that like we were talking in that episode, I think there's this space of when you've been so depleted of that self-love and that self-worth and showing up for you in that way where we naturally need to go, I think, to this. I don't want to use the word extreme because it's not how I'm looking at it, but it does a swing to the other side. And where I think it can get extreme is when we live there rather right. than like we talked about before, swing back in. But yeah, there's I was looking at the words as you were talking, just for those of you who haven't heard the song yet, but I'm sure everyone's Spotifying this right now. It's <laughs> Miley Cyrus called Flowers. But the chorus is, I can buy myself flowers, write my name in the sand, talk to myself for hours, say things you don't understand. I can take myself dancing. I can hold my own hand. Yeah, I can love me better than you can. I can love me better. I can love me better. And like you're saying, there's this piece that we're offering you to start with, and that is that self-love. And I, as I just read that, okay, what just came up? for me was not so much I can love me better, but I want to love me better. Because when I go to that place of I need other people, I need other things to feel loved, to feel valued, that's a big red flag for me. And I've trained my brain to really watch for those times when I do that. And I've personally been working on thinking differently about myself as I am with new thoughts. And so, I don't know, that just came up for me when she's like, I can love me better. My brain went to, like, I choose to love me better. I choose to love me more. And I want that. I want that peace because that opens up and makes so much more space for me to love Scott. Literally this morning I was meditating and the mantra that I was telling myself brought so much self-love and self-acceptance as I was in that very moment. And it was a beautiful moment. We've had, we've had the Texas storm, ice storm. It's been dreary and dark and no sun. And this morning 
and it's actually gone. But this morning for my meditation, the sun was coming like right through my window. It was hitting my face. And oh my gosh, you can imagine, right? And I was just like, yes, I need this. And it was this beautiful moment of this mantra I was telling myself. I felt so much love for me and acceptance for me in this space. And immediately I noticed that there was this additional space that opened up for Scott, a gratitude for him and a love for him that wasn't there before. I'll just tell you. So because I dropped into me first, because I accepted me and where I'm at and didn't judge, it created that, that little bit of space for me to drop into gratitude for him. Okay. I love that you just said that because I literally wrote down, I take little notes of like, oh, I like that. I wrote down before you even said all that, I said, I can love me better and then I can love everyone else better. And I had in group yesterday, a woman talking about really struggling. Like her husband was doing a lot of things right. And she's like, I have, I have zero compassion for him right now. I can see him doing good things. But the more she talked, all of a sudden she went, I'm not giving myself compassion. How in the world can I expect me to give him compassion when I can't even give myself compassion? And I was like, oh, oh, that was so beautiful. And it's the same thing. Like, yes, love yourself better and be authentic and be where you are and have that self-compassion. And as you fill your own cup, I know it's so cliche, but as you fill your own cup, you will have more to give. And it doesn't necessarily mean it all has to go towards your partner either. You right. may relationally have a full cup and it is not wise for you to give to there right now, or you just can't give there right now, but it gives you your cup is full. And then when and where you want to spread that or share that you can't. Yeah. It really just is like a magic thing. There's a lot of those things and moments that I notice in my life where there really isn't like I, I love knowing about the body and how things work and put it together and the science behind it. But there are so many little things that happen that just feel magical to me where I'm like, I don't know how that just happened, but it just did. And I can't deny that it just did. And that's that was just a little magical moment for me this morning. I was like, huh, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't planning for that. And I just but I noticed that it just happened. But it started with me choosing me. And making intentional time, which is so hard for me to do, but making intentional time to meditate. And I wasn't going to do it. I got done with my little workout and I was like, oh, I'm running late. And I was like, no, sit down and do this. So be intentional with this day and choose you first and then just see what space that opens up. And maybe it is. I was on another um, podcast as a guest on another podcast. We were talking about Valentine's Day and it was mainly geared for single women. And that's what I did for years was make this day about my children and the love that I have for them. And we created something new. And so be open to creating something new each year. Like we're all sometimes we get into this tradition thing. And we have to hold on to these things that we've always done, but we've always done that. And that's why I love what you shared earlier. Like every year, it's this is what I need. And maybe this year, it's we're skipping this year. We're skipping this day. I'm going to protect myself from triggers and trauma responses. So I'm not going to get on social media. 
know, take care of yourself that way. And if you don't get on social media on Valentine's Day, give it a few days. There's usually a trickle. Like if if that's one of your things that you say, this is going to be wise for me to have some space here. I'd say give it a good three or four days. And honestly, it's probably good for your mental health anyway to have some space on social media. So I love, I love, love. And I'm not talking about romantic love. I'm talking about just love that can exist in this world. It is a really beautiful thing that we can offer ourselves. We can offer our friends. We can offer our family. We can offer our loved ones. And you do get to decide on this day that celebrates love if you want to celebrate love. And you get to decide how that looks. So rewrite your day. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you all for joining us and being with us today. It's a short one. I'm sure your day is already running and hopefully this gives you a little permission to take care of you. So thank you all. And we love all of you for listening. 100%. So thank you. And we will see you all next week. I will just give a quick plug. Our episode next week, Amy and I recorded it in person together. We had so much fun doing it. Being together, we realized actually does not work because we were giggling and laughing before we could even like start. I think from the moment we hit record until the time that we actually were able to say, welcome to the Choose Be podcast was a good 15 minutes. And it was recording the whole time. But anyway, really long-winded way of saying we had a lot of fun, but the audio was trash. So we had to so re-record. Sad. It was so sad. We had to re-record, but it is a great episode next week where we're going to dive a little bit into sexuality. And I just want to put a plug out there that I know how hard healing that part of the relationship is with your spouse and with yourself. So next week, it will be a great episode. We look forward to seeing you. And as always, just thank you for being with us. I love working with young single adults and helping them become healthy and independent so that they can learn how to have healthy interdependent dating experiences and maybe marriage if they choose one day. So tell your young single adult, 18 to 24, to jump onto my free Q&A webinar live February 26th. The link to register for that is in the show notes. They can also send in questions anonymously that I will answer live. They can come learn a few tools on how to be healthy and date healthy because we want everyone of all ages to choose healthy and choose you. Take care, everybody.